What is up, my fellow Andronauts? Have you ever had the problem where you wake up at 3 a.m. in the morning and you have no idea what's going on or why this is happening? Is it even normal? Sometimes you're eating a diet and it makes this worse, right? So I've had exactly the same issue a couple of years ago when I was in a really bad state. This happened to me almost every night. And actually, I was talking to someone just the other day, and this is why I'm creating this video. He had exactly the same issue. And no one knew what to do. His doctors, other people that he spoke to, no one knew why he's waking up at three. You know what? It's just bad sleep. It's just what happens with age. But he was 36. This is not supposed to happen. It's not normal to wake up to be fully alert at three in the morning. So I'm going to share with you my experience and what I did to fix it. And then please try it as well and keep me posted how it works for you. The predominant symptoms that I got when I woke up uh you know, during the night was, was feeling hot. I was feeling either frustrated or just hella mad. And I was feeling alert. It's like, you're just feeling like I got caffeine. I got, I got some kind of stimulant. It was like, you were never asleep in the first place. And like, even if I, if, even if I wasn't feeling frustrated, if something went wrong, I would just lose. I would get so mad, so easy, fly off the handle. And I was feeling hot, as I mentioned. And so when you're sleeping, your core temperature is supposed to be a degree or so lower than your waking temperature. And that helps to keep you in a good deep sleep. And so I was feeling hot. And so that's not normal, right? You should only be feeling hot in the morning when you wake up. And so because you're feeling hot, you can't go back to sleep because now your body has to downregulate the temperature again. Like many times, you might wake up in during the night and... You're not feeling hot, so you could take a pee and you go back in bed and you're falling asleep fast. And that's because your core temperature hasn't increased. That's why you can fall asleep immediately. But because your core temperatures are high, you can't fall asleep. So these were the three main symptoms that I experienced um, with this. And so I've talked to other people that had some of these symptoms, but much more mild. So I would say that the, the main symptom that other people might be experiencing is just feeling alert. You're just like... Like, I'm ready to go. I'm ready to start my day in three in the morning. And so that's not normal. I'm going to show you why. So why this happens is because you got a dysregulation in your testis, adrenals, or thyroid, or all of these. Either you're not having enough testosterone, you're uh, having too much cortisol, or you're slightly hypo or hyperthyroid. All right, so it all comes down to liver glycogen. So when you're asleep, your body is burning fat, primarily, but also glucose. And so your liver releases glucose throughout the night. And when that glucose either runs out or is not being released, this is when you wake up and cortisol is being released to bring your blood sugar back up and that it's the cortisol that wakes you up. So it's ineffective storage of, of glycogen. It's insufficient release of glycogen. It's the insufficient oxidation of both glucose and fat. And it's the light recovery from hypoglycemia. So the body regulates itself very well. And when your blood sugar is dropping a little bit too low, the body's like, okay, let's release more glycogen so we can recover that. And when you're in a slightly unhealthy state, that recovery from hypoglycemia doesn't occur. So it just go worse and worse and worse. This is when you wake up, boom, like, ah, like cortisol. So what really happens is that blood sugar drops, cortisol spikes. Cortisol is being released to stimulate the production of glucose in the liver. But what happens in the morning when you're supposed to wake up? Cortisol spikes as well. Cortisol wakes you up. It's supposed to spike in the morning, but it's not supposed to spike at three in the morning. 
So it spikes because blood sugar is dropping. And the guy that I was working with, I was the guy that I was talking to, I told him this and he, he was like, yes, that is correct. He was actually wearing a continuous glucose monitor and his blood sugar dropped to 40. And that's why when he woke up. And then when he woke up, after a while, like you could see his blood sugar is going back up. And this is because cortisol is producing glucose to normalize your blood sugar again. But it might take a while for that recovery to happen. So you can't go back to sleep. Blood sugar drops, cortisol spikes. One of the best things that I have found that works for this almost immediately is to take aspirin. So aspirin is fantastic for lowering cortisol, getting your core temperature down. Like when I was feeling hot and frustrated, I would take aspirin. And then like within five to 10 minutes, my core temperature would be dropping and I would like immediately be able to go back to bed. But the thing is, what you want to do is you want to combine this with either milk or cottage cheese and honey. So you want to give your body some carbohydrates and protein so that your body doesn't have to continue producing the glucose. You provide your body with the glucose. And the reason I'm saying milk or cottage cheese is because some people, they urinate a lot. So when they have additional liquid, they're just going to urinate more. So you can have cottage cheese instead. But what I did, I had milk mixed with either sugar or honey, nice amount of carbohydrates with 500 milligrams of aspirin. And so the if the, the cottage cheese is cold, right, then the milk in the cottage cheese helps to cool you down as well. And it helps you to fall asleep much faster. So you'd feel this warm and then you would just feel like this, Oh, like this peace and calm and cool feeling come over you, go back to bed and fall back asleep. And like that, that um, focus, that alert feeling, it just goes away so you can actually sleep, which is what you want. And then what you could also do about this, what I found to be quite effective later on, was also to use a little bit of sublingual T3 and or sublingual progesterone. So the T3 is for when someone doesn't have enough thyroid hormone. And so thyroid hormone help with the storage of liver glycogen. It helps with the release of proper glycogen and it enhances the oxidation of both fat and glucose. So when someone is hypothyroid, they often have very poor sleep. They have shallow sleep. They take forever to fall asleep. They don't stay asleep. They wake up tired. So this is typical when someone doesn't have enough thyroid hormone. And so this is why taking sublingual T3 helps a lot. Like for out of my experience, I fall asleep so fast. My sleep is so deep that I wake up really good from taking the sublingual T3. And you can combine the T3 with the aspirin because aspirin helps with the uptake of T3 into tissue. That's awesome. And then we have sublingual progesterone. So progesterone is not just a female hormone. Uh, we all have it. And progesterone is great because your body converts it into allopregnanolone. And allopregnanolone is a strong GABAergic compound. And it's being used at the moment against depression, anxiety, and also to improve sleep quality. So you take the progesterone, it converts into allopregnanolone, and you sleep really good as well. So I've used both the sublingual T3 and the sublingual progesterone. They work great. But there's a primary trick, do the aspirin milk. That works the best. And then test that you can do to check this out, because I mentioned this, the taste test, the adrenals of the thyroid that's primarily responsible for this sleeping issues. So the first thing you can check is your 24-hour salivary cortisol. If you're feeling tired in the morning, most likely there's not a sufficient spike. And if you're struggling to fall asleep, you will have probably have high cortisol in the evening. And if you wake up, this is also when your cortisol is going to spike. So maybe you can actually test your cortisol when it spikes, when you wake up at three in the morning to see like how high my cortisol is, because it's supposed to go up in the morning and then completely normalize, go down to low in the evening. So do a 24 hour salivary uh, cortisol test. But that last test, instead of like doing the before bed, you can actually leave the fourth test 
or when you wake up at three to to uh, solidify this evidence. Then you want to look at the DHA sulfate to cortisol ratio. So in youthful individuals, that ratio is a 10 to 1. So let's say the cortisol is 13. You want the DHA sulfate to be 130. You want the 10 to 1 ratio. That is a healthy, youthful level of DHA sulfate to cortisol. And so usually we'll see that ratio is not 100% in people that's older, someone that's more diseased. DHA sulfate tends to drop a lot with age. And this is important because DHA sulfate converts into androsterone, which is a 5-alpha reduced steroid, which also has strong GABAergic antidepressant anti-anxiety effects. So very often when you have low levels of DHA sulfate, you will have low levels of androsterone, leading to sleeping issues, anxiety, depression, etc. So check that ratio. Then we have dual thyroid balance. You want to look at not just TSH, but also at total and free T4 and T3. Check that out. Very often if you have high levels of cholesterol, total cholesterol, or specifically LDL, it indicates that you don't have enough T3. And so the guy that I was talking to, he had elevated LDL. That indicates to me, uh, de depending on his diet, so we went over his diet as well, so I know that he wasn't just like massively overconsuming saturated fat, and that why that is why it was high, but um, he didn't have enough T3, and that's why his LDL was high. And so um, when you don't have enough T3, as I mentioned, your body doesn't utilize the LDL effectively enough. And so your body creates testosterone and hormones from the cholesterol. And so when your body can't use the cholesterol effectively enough, you don't even have the optimal hormone levels that you can have. Then lastly, testosterone and estradiol. So that was very interesting. When they supplemented people with DHEA, it improved their sleep quality if it didn't increase estradiol. But in the people, some people had a worsening of sleep quality, and this is because they had an excess increase in estradiol from the DHEA. So when you're increasing your testosterone, so this is what I'm saying, like check your testosterone to estradiol ratio. If you have a suboptimal ratio, I prefer about a 20 to 1 ratio. So let's say your uh, estrogen is 20, you want your testosterone to be at 400. And so if estradiol is, you know, that uh, the, the 20 to 1 ratio, that's kind of like a, a good ratio to aim for. And uh, too much estradiol is excitatory, and that can create restlessness and can keep you up at night, contribute to that insomnia. So these are the tests that you can do. So I hope this was helpful. If you struggle to, to uh, fall asleep, stay asleep, or if you wake up at three, you know, some people that have no issue falling asleep, but they still wake up at three. This is often because they were eating a low-carb diet and they can't stabilize the blood sugar and then cortisol spikes in three, and that's why they wake up. So try the milk and aspirin and some carbohydrates, and I can guarantee you it's going to help a lot to get you back to sleep. So give that a shot. Otherwise, also add some little bit of T3 and some sublingual progesterone. And if you do the 24-hour cortisol test, right, and you see that your morning uh, cortisol is a little bit low, then you can take a little bit of licorice. That will help to get the morning cortisol up. And then if the evening cortisol is high, you can take some phosphatidylserine, and that will bring the evening cortisol down, and you can actually sleep through the night. So this is also a hack that you can do. All right, guys, I hope my suffering in the past help you guys to find a solution to your problem as well. And I hope this was fun and enjoyable and insightful. And I will check you in the next one. Cheers, guys.